Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. On this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. What exactly imposter syndrome is, how it shows up and where it shows up in our lives and how to start managing that because imposter syndrome can be absolutely debilitating. It can stop us showing up in different situations, going for those roles within our relationships. Imposter syndrome can show up in any aspect of our life and have quite a detrimental effect on how we feel. So first off, we're going to take a look at what imposter syndrome is. Imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like you're a fake. Like you shouldn't be there. You don't belong there. That you've been getting away with what you're doing for a long time. You're not like the prestigious people that you're surrounded with. You're out of your league. That's another feeling that comes where you feel completely out of your league and that you're going to be caught out. You don't believe that you deserve the spot or the place that you have. These are some of the feelings we get when we have imposter syndrome running in our system. And as I say, they can actually stop us doing the things that we want to do. You, you have feelings of fraudulence, like at any moment that bouncer is going to walk in behind you, tap you on the shoulder and say, you're caught, you're out. You nearly feel like a, a criminal that, you know, people are going to find out that you were never supposed to be there and ask you to leave. You also feel like your, your ideas, the things you come up with, these brilliant ideas you may have or the skills you've honed for years are not worthy of attention. That none of your achievements or accomplishments have anything to do with you and that it was just sheer luck that, you got to be where you are and that any moment, as they say, you're going to get that tap on your shoulder and someone's going to say, cut you, you are never supposed to be here, you're a fraud and out you go. And feeling that fear regularly can be an awful feeling when you're, when you're sitting in your office or you're giving a speech or you're sharing your knowledge to feel like at any moment you're going to be cut out and found out is an awful feeling and it's not real, it's fear. So looking at where that comes from and how it's shown up in your life and how to shift it is very, very powerful and how you're going to feel going into those situations within your day and within your broader life. So looking now at some of the things that imposter syndrome, where it shows up in our lives, like 70% of us, 70% guys struggle with imposter syndrome. And because we feel alone in the struggles, because the nature of imposter syndrome is you don't want to be found out. It's something we don't talk about. It's something we don't share. Where does it show up? It can, if you're running a business, it can impact how you market yourself, how you show up on video, the prices you charge, 
when you're giving a talk to your colleagues or you're, you're attending a meeting or a presentation, it shows up when you have a phenomenal idea that you could possibly want to share or it's a resolution to a problem. You won't share that idea because you have that voice in your head, those feelings running in your system that you are a fraud. Another thing it shows up in is, as I mentioned there, we believe that all our achievements and our skills are just sheer luck. When in fact, you possibly worked extremely hard to get where you want to be. And partly because you have imposter syndrome running in your system, that's actually driving you to work harder, learn more, hone your skills, be the best that you can be. And all the while, you still have feelings of not feeling good enough, feeling like a fraud. And the root of these feelings come from an underlying feeling of unworthiness. And that usually stems from your childhood. And other things that it's linked to are anxiety, perfectionism, self-doubt and fear of failure. And these are the other emotions that drive imposter syndrome. You'll, you'll get anxious going into particular situations, particular work situations or different groups because you feel like you're going to be found out. You'll get anxious when it comes to you showing up on videos, recordings, different places like this, because again, you're worried that people are going to point the finger and literally go, who's your one up there? They don't deserve to be up there. They don't know what they're talking about. And different, different things like this are running through your system. And we can also often measure ourselves against somebody else's idea of success, not our own. Some of these can be learned behavior. Some of these are us looking around at everybody else and seeing how we believe they're living or how we believe they're succeeding or how our parents lived, our siblings are living and measuring ourselves against that part of success just because that's what we always done and not necessarily because that means that we're a success and if we're not achieving that bar someone else's measure of success, again, we, we feel unworthy and it drives the imposter syndrome and we can get caught in a cycle. It becomes a behaviour that shows up regularly for us and really impacts how we're feeling in our everyday lives. Some of the ways it can show up in our everyday lives is we can literally devote life to proving that you're confident. Not, not really living, feeling the joy, feeling the happiness, being present, just trying to prove against all odds to a very high bar that you are actually competent. Some of the people that struggle with imposter syndrome are extremely high achievers or working in high stress jobs or both. Again, believing that if they achieve these things, if they're a high achiever, keep achieving those skills, those academic accomplishments, that, that'll shake off those feelings of being an imposter. And unfortunately, that's not how it works. Another way it shows up is constantly in, in work at home, constantly rechecking or rewriting your own work. And it effectively is causing you huge time delays because an email that could take five minutes for you to actually write or a proposal you're putting forward that could take you an invoice you're sending even that should take you five ten minutes you're wasting huge amount of time 
reread and recheck and pulling yourself up on every single word and the time delays that that causes just re-triggers more stress in your system and then you're saying to yourself nobody else struggles like this nobody else feels like this nobody else does this hence driving the cycle of imposter syndrome in your in your system second guessing a lot of what you do as I gave the example, when you're writing an email, checking every word, does that word sound okay? Should I be saying it that way? When you're having a conversation, reliving the conversation in your head and, and giving out to yourself for, for things you should have said, could have said, but the imposter syndrome is holding you back. Poor decision making. And the reason poor decision making comes in is because you become anxious about making those decisions. Will people then find out that you're not as good as, as you said you are? You're not as, you know, they're going to find out, they're going to see your flaws, they're going to see you don't deserve that role or you don't really have those skills. And that stops you making those decisions and it stops you stepping forward. It shows up as anxiety in your system because feeling that way a lot of the time drives anxiety. You're, you're looking into situations in the future and you're, you're putting negative outcomes on them. You're seeing yourself as being found out. People finding out that you're, as I say, you're, you're not who you said you were. People that struggle with imposter syndrome tend to be quite modest and really shun compliments. If, if you're speaking to someone who's struggling with imposter syndrome and you say, wow, that's really amazing work that you've done there. No, not at all. No, not me. No, not at all. No, you know, and you, they literally, it's not even they're modest about comments. They get compliments. They get really embarrassed about taking a compliment and they don't believe it's true. And when you think of it, it's, it's a double whammy. So even when they are achieving at a high level and they are getting brilliant, brilliant workout and meeting those goals and targets, they still don't feel it. They still don't feel that they deserve the thank yous and the well dones. And they believe it's all sheer luck. And what happens then is because we're feeling negative a lot of the time, we're feeling like we're going to be cut out, we're feeling fearful. This is when we turn to other habits to make us feel better, to push down or avoid those, those feelings that we get with imposter syndrome. And this is where our emotional eating or or binge drinking or all the other habits start kicking in and all of those behaviours, which actually make us feel more out of control rather than less out of control. And again, triggering the imposter syndrome. If people knew this is what I was doing in the background, sitting here munching five bars at my desk or whatever it is, necking a bottle of wine due to my nerves when I went home or wherever those things are, wherever those other habits and behaviours are that you can then use to move you away to escape those negative feelings they only compound the negative feelings in your system and make you feel a little more unworthy and a little more of a fraud it's looking at the changes that we can make in how to shift out of imposter syndrome and shift out of permanently this is what we need to start putting focus on and these are the habits that we need to train in because bearing in mind a lot of our thinking, a lot of our behaviours, and especially even the negative ones, they're trained in habits and patterns. And training in a habit and pattern 
is repetition. It's learning over time. So to change them and move into more positive ways of thinking and feeling is creating a new habit and pattern and is really, really simple and very, very possible for us all to do. So now we're going to take a look at some of the things that we can do to build in more positive feelings, more positive habits and kinder things to be saying to yourself to get rid of that imposter syndrome and see the reality of how amazing you actually are. So now, folks, looking at some of the things that we can do to shake off that beast imposter syndrome that's making us feel like a fraud and that we don't deserve to be where we are or to be living the life that we're living. Because the thing is there, if we're not feeling good about how we're living and what we're doing and all our successes, we'll just keep driving forward and pushing forward and never really appreciating what we've already achieved. So one of the first things to do is when you feel, feel like an imposter that people are looking at you or people are going to find out, first off, look at what situation that you're in. Where are you? Who are you surrounded with? What's happening? And what are the thoughts that you're having? What are you thinking about? If you believe that you're an imposter and they're going to find out, that you're a fraud, what is it they're going to find out? What is it they're going to say? What is it that you hear? For you, those people are judging you and going to find out that you're, you're a fraud. What are you being fraudulent about? Because the thing is, they're your thoughts. They're not real. The fear isn't real. Chances are you 150% absolutely deserve to be where you are, 150%. It's just fearful thoughts. It's just imposter syndrome. So the first thing to look at is where is it showing up in your life? Around what people? Is it in your work environment or your home environment? Is it within relationships? And what are those things you're saying? What are you being fraudulent about? That's the very first step building awareness around where it's shown up in your life. Another brilliant tool to use, and I am the queen of this. I love doing this and I do it in every aspect of my own life. And it really, really helps is building a success bank. And what this effectively means is looking back over your life, looking back at all the many, many absolutely superb successes you have had and everything you have achieved down to from a baby up the resilience you had to to learn to crawl to learn to walk to fall flat on your ass and get back up and keep trying and keep trying and keep trying that resilience is built into you from a baby you have buckets of it in there there for you to start using looking at when you learn to walk, when you learn to read, when you learn to write, what exams you've sat in school, what amazing relationships you've built in your life, the different jobs you've had, the skills you've learned, the children you've had, the, all of these things are massive successes. 
to get you where you are today and show you that you deserve to be exactly where you are. So building a success bank that you have there when you're feeling those fraudulent feelings or those imposter syndrome feelings that you can pull on your own success bank and remind yourself these are just thoughts. They're a pattern that you're caught in due to feelings of unworthiness or fear of failure that runs in all our systems to a level until we start shifting it out and training in new habits. So looking at all of those successes and having them built in to remind yourself regularly of everything that you've achieved. Another great tool is collecting and revisiting positive feedback. Throughout your life, throughout your career, within your relationships, friendships, all that, you do have people telling you, be it a thank you or reviews or someone just coming up and going, thanks so much for everything that you've done. I really appreciate it. Your work or your help or your support was absolutely fantastic. Remembering those things and having that built up. And if it's if it's in writing, if it's reviews, if it's emails, different things like that, again, building that up as part of your success bank. So when you're running those fraudulent feelings, you can literally look at reality. You can look at your success bank, look at your positive feedback and go, this is reality. This is really who I am and where I am. And I deserve this. Also, writing a list of everything that you've overcome. This again, as I said, small example when I mentioned to y'all about when you learned to walk and when you learned to crawl and your core resilience. Looking back at everything you've overcome also proves to you how resilient you are when you're faced with adversity, when you're faced with suffering or when you're faced with, with loss or financial woe or whatever it is, looking at everything you've overcome because you're guaranteed that in your past, something you've overcome is actually much bigger than the challenge that you're faced in front of you. And when you can start looking at all your past experiences and all the good things, because what's happening is with imposter syndrome, when you start feeling fraudulent and when you start feeling it's just luck that you're there, that's what you're focusing on. So your brain is pulling in every single past experience of when you felt like a fraud, when you felt you didn't deserve to be there. And that's compounding that belief. So to shift you from that space, it's having that amazing success bank, having that positive feedback, having that list of everything you've overcome and achieved already to challenge those thoughts and challenge that imposter syndrome and start to shift in your focus to all your successes. And that literally, one, shifts the focus of your brain and two, builds your confidence in yourself. It changes the pattern that you're running in your system, shifting you out of that imposter syndrome pattern and getting you into a more confident, more positive thinking place. And when you're in that place and you settle down those stressful feelings, that's when you're thinking clearly and that's when you're seeing the reality of what's actually in front of you. So these are fantastic tools that you can build in and train in over time to completely eradicate that beast imposter syndrome that is holding you back from seeing who you are. Who you are lies underneath those patterns and behaviours. That's who you truly are and all your successes 
build on that and compound that in for you. Here's two things to think about and hold on to and start looking at in your own lives when imposter syndrome is showing up. First off, who is it you believe is judging you? You're guaranteed if you look closely enough, that's yourself. That's your own inner George running in your head, telling you that you're a fraud, that you don't deserve to be there, that you know, people are going to find out you're going to be caught out. You're going to be arrested and banged up abroad or whatever those, you know, those fears are. It's looking at who is your George. 99% of the time, it's you. So it's working on why you're judging you. And the second piece to hold on to and start working on and bear in mind in every single thing that we do, including when imposter syndrome shows up, is that fear is not real. Most of the fears that we're feeling in the moment are not reality. They're fears we're pulling from past experiences because of what we've learned. And this is a, a bit askew example, but I was just talking about this earlier. It's like you open your front door and you see two men standing at your front door in suits automatically we say to ourselves, oh, they're selling something or they're going to preach about religion or they're going to take up 40 minutes of my time. Then two men in suits could be standing there to tell you you won the lottery, but you'll be turning around and going, yeah, but what do you want? How much of my time is this going to take up? As because we are pulling constantly from past experiences. And that's where a lot of our fear comes from. So in the moment, stopping yourself and asking yourself, what is it I'm afraid of here? I'm looking at what's the reality of what can happen. If someone comes over and taps you on the shoulder, which again is not real, what is it they can say? And looking again, trying again to stay in your own lane. Nobody else is living your life, has had the experiences you've had or is you. You are absolutely unique as who you are. So looking at other people and looking at pictures of how they're living or how they're succeeding, that is one, not you. And two, you do not know what's going on in the background, how they're really feeling, how they're really living. And as I've said, 74% of us actually struggle with imposter syndrome. So chances are, if you actually had the conversation, they're feeling very, very similar to how you're feeling. It's just possible it's shown up with them in different behaviours. So if I was to say to you two things to take away from this particular podcast, one, look at who's judging you. You're guaranteed it's you. Two, your fears aren't real. In the moment, stop yourself and ask the question, what is it I'm afraid of? And you're guaranteed that's not the reality of where you are now or who you are now. It's just old feelings that are driving old patterns and behaviours running in the background and the sooner you start working on them and creating that beautiful success bank and looking at everything you've overcome, everything you've really achieved, that's when you start shifting your mind to new patterns and behaviours that serve you and allow you to feel the things you deserve to be feeling.
for tuning in folks to this week's episode of happiness is an inside job i hope you really enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week same time same place for the next episode